Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rock Squad podcast, your destination for the latest in rock music news, reviews, and discussion. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Nick Chino. I'm joined by my co-host and bandmate and good friend. It's Dave Marini. What's up, man? Hey, Nick. How's it going? Hey, everybody. Thanks for checking it out. Uh, before we get started, make sure you hit the bottom of this video. You subscribe to our channel. You like this video. You comment on this video. You do everything you need to do to make us happy. You can follow me at Red Coast Records on Instagram, Red Coast Records on Facebook. Nick, my friend, how are you doing? I'm good. You can follow me at The Walking Nick. Uh, you know, Dave, I've been I've been doing a lot of musical stuff lately. Oh yeah, you getting creative? Getting creative, playing a lot of guitar, playing a lot of uh, a lot of piano as well. I got oh, a, a piano here in the house. Uh, that's my. Uh, that uh, somebody left here. Let me just say that <laughs> somebody left here. They left, thankfully, but the piano's still here. So playing a lot of piano, uh, but also listening to a lot of music um, up on the Rock Squad channel right now. We got a couple of rock album reviews uh, for John Mayer's new album called Sob Rock, a really great record. New record from Waves called um, Hideaway. Those are up on the channel. And uh, then I did a, a review for the uh, the DG's Hail Satin uh, record store day release from the Foo Fighters. Cool. Have you had a chance to, uh, to check it out, Dave? Yeah, it's awesome, man. I, I am totally into it. I, I nerded it out. It's great. I'm big fan, big fan. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I did like just like a right out, like a really off the cuff review of it. And it's um it's really fun. The thing about it I liked about it is that uh, the Foo Fighters um, are just irreverent and they're having fun. Dave's doing yeah. his falsetto vocals. Taylor takes the lead on one of the songs. He sounds fantastic yeah. on that song as well. Uh, and I, I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, back to the John Mayer thing. Have you heard any of the new John Mayer? What like what's your 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 mileage with John Mayer? Are you a fan at all? Uh, we talked about it a little bit last week that like, you know, I got into him more during the blues festival stuff yeah. and not so much, uh, your body's a waterfall <laughs> or wonderland or whatever it is. Uh, so I have a different kind of view of him. I've always like, when I think of him, I think of him playing at like the crossroads festival with right. buddy guy and Clapton and all those guys. So I'm a fan of his. I think he's a great player and like one of the best players, really. Really great. And um, as as a guitar player and musician, like, you know, the choice of gear he uses, you know, I I I, I nerd out a lot on his Dumble amps and his, you know, he uses a lot of rare, really expensive shit. So uh like, you know, he's a guitar player's guitar player. And I think you'd be hard pressed to find any guitar player that doesn't have a little bit of a crush on John Mayer. Oh, 100%. Yeah. On this record, he sounds incredible. The tones he's getting are crazy. Um, the the whole record has a little bit of an 80s uh, synth rock vibe to it, which is really cool. Um, there's a, a lead track on this record that I'm actually going to be putting in my tracks of the week this week uh, called Last Train Home. Uh, that cool. is, it's an awesome song. I really, really like it. Great guitar from him. Uh, I called it buttery, I think was my term that he nice. described John Mayer's guitar player. But yeah, like we're guitar players. I wish I could play oh, yeah. like him. He's just incredible. Great songwriter, great vocalist. So um, yeah, that rock album review uh, is up there as well. Uh, but in our own neck of the woods, Dave, you and I and our bandmates, John and Adam, went out and did a, a little photo shoot with our band Fools Union. I'm going to bring some photos up here on the screen to uh, to show some folks. But uh, Insert, <laughs> insert photo. How exciting was that to be in the same place at the same time? It was incredible. Uh, with, the, with the other four people you love the most. 
Yeah, it was great, man. Our buddy Angelo came and uh, took some pictures of us. And uh, for for a bunch of guys that haven't jammed together in what, like eight eight or nine months, it's been quite a while since we jammed. Uh, it was so nice just even just to get together and take some new photos. It's been a couple of years yeah. since we took some fresh photos. And you looked very handsome as always, and as as did the other guys. And we know our buddy John had an, he he has his incredible hair. So uh, I think it was an overall it was an, it was a success. It's, it's always amazing. You know, we've done so much with uh, Angelo over the years and stuff. And we've done music videos and photo shoots and everything in between. So it's always awesome when we all get together and we get to be creative and stuff. Something that hasn't happened in like fucking 19 months. So, <laughs> you know, I will take any little bit of hanging out with my buds and being creative. So, yeah, it's awesome. And we have new music coming, which is awesome. And uh, yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it's awesome. We're in, we're in a good space. We're having a good time. Yeah, yeah for sure. New Fools Union coming out very soon. A uh, new song called Maniacs, which was the the brainchild of one Mr. Dave Marini. So uh, it's going to be a good that's one. Me. That's him. That's yeah. The, when you hear the song. Yeah, for sure. It's got the goods. So that's going to be coming out uh, very soon. Another thing I was checking out music wise was the new McCartney 321 documentary uh, that is uh, on uh, Disney Plus Star here in uh, Canada, but down in uh, the US, it's on Hulu, um, which is basically Paul McCartney and Rick, Rick Rubin hanging out in a room with a mixing desk, listening to Beatles songs. And Paul McCartney's telling stories about how the band got their start and how they made certain records. Um, and there are uh, quite a few little tidbits in there that were new for me. But as a Beatles fan and kind of a hardcore fan of the band and someone who's gone down many a YouTube hole uh, uh, looking at Beatles videos uh, for, for many, many hours at a time. A lot of these stories were were not new to me, but I think for, for fans out there, maybe if you're new to the Beatles or if you're not somebody who's heard these stories a million times, uh, it would be really, really interesting. And it is interesting to hear Paul. I would never tire of Paul talking about putting together these, uh, these classic songs, but uh, it's cool. Have you had a chance to see anything, Dave? Oh man, I binged it so hard. Did it's you? so good. Yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. First off, Rick Rubin is my spirit animal. Like <laughs> if I could live Rick Rubin's life, and I don't think there's many people our age that would would not have him as the the goat the goat of of life, really. But uh, yeah, man, it's unbelievable, unbelievable documentary documentary style kind of interview style. Um, I, I man, just blown away. I love that they're deep diving like bass in particular yeah. and how important his role was in the band and uh, putting together those songs and how they're, they're really, uh, you know, focusing in on like, what, what's going on with the tone here? Why does this tone work? This tone, you know, like things like that, mm -hmm. where as, as a whole, you never think of it, but when you start pulling elements of the songs back, it's like, really, what was going on here? And having somebody kind of question him on, uh, you know, some would say McCartney's an overplayer. And to have him question about that in this show and hearing him explain how he how he go, approaches songs. Unbelievable, man. And some of the best songs, you know, that the world has ever heard, deep dived and explained and how they got there. And, you know, the the uh, rival the, the rivalry, non-rivalry with the Beach Boys um, and all that. It's amazing. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 100 percent recommended. If you're a Beatles fan, you're going to love it. If you're not a Beatles fan, but you know those songs, check it out. Yeah, it's super interesting. The way they pull down the faders to to oh. uh, highlight certain parts. And there are actually some some things that they played that I hadn't heard. There was some stuff in Dear Prudence uh, in the background sure. that I had never heard. And again, you were saying some, uh, some bass stuff that Paul has done that you never really, you always hear it. 
but uh, you may not pay attention to every little detail that he's doing. Um, the criticism that he overplays, I know George Harrison was always uh, critical of his bass playing on something, um, which is fantastic. But, you know, you're a bass player. When you think about it, you know, your job is to hold it down. And he's uh, Paul McCartney never plays the same thing twice. Even if he's staying within the root notes, he's always doing something, you know, changing it up, which makes it uh, a little bit busy. And I can see how George Harrison thought maybe he was doing a little bit too much on something like something. Um, but he's Paul McCartney. So whatever. He's he's the, one of the best players in the world. He's got to let him do his thing. He always he always elevated the other Beatles songs whenever he sure. played on them. So I I think uh I think it's awesome that he did this thing with Rick Rubin. It's you know, it's a little bit uh, a little bit cheesy here and there when he talks about certain stories, but overall I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's great. It's great, man. It's you you know, getting ready for the Peter Jackson release of yeah. the the documentary and stuff too. Like it was a great just focus on Paul and not necessarily just the Beatles, you know, like hearing stuff from wings and hearing, did you watch the whole thing? I don't want to, I'm about halfway through. So yeah, I got through quite a bit already. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you know, like there's, I like that. It's not just Beatles. It's everything that he's done. Yeah. So um, yeah, man, it's, it's really cool. And Rick Rubin's awesome. And Rick Rubin's, you know, is is a musician's guy. Like he loves like referencing old things when making new music and, to be honest, there's not many people that have created more music that I enjoy than those two people. I know. Like pretty good track fair, record like, overall. <laughs> yeah, like if I had their catalogs on a desert or on a on an island, I would be in good shape, you know. Yeah, so yeah, 100%. Awesome. Highly re- highly recommend it, man. Yeah, definitely check it out. It's on uh, Hulu in the States up on uh, Disney Plus Star here in Canada. But let's get to our opening act topics for this week's Rock Squad podcast. A couple of uh, of news topics in the world of rock music. The first one being Lizzie Hale has been named Gibson's first female brand ambassador. I'm thinking this is something that should have happened a long time ago, but uh, the Hailstorm uh, front woman has been named their first ever ever female brand ambassador. She's going to get her own line of guitars and equipment and other products to tie in with her new role as uh, their brand ambassador. What she has to do other than just promote them and, and, you know, put out some, some new guitars. I'm not too sure, but I'm sure it's pretty cool. Um, But you know, a lot of people were saying online, they were critical of Gibson saying it's 2021. It's not like Lizzie Hale is the first woman to ever pick up a guitar. Uh, It's, it's, been a long time coming to see a woman become the brand ambassador of any big music company but i suppose sure. that just goes to show you how much of a, a boys club the, the rock music world can be and i find that's a shame because there have been so many great rock music uh you know women in rock over the years and there's still a lot of great women uh in rock you know one of my favorite bands right now is Haim from from la and uh, danielle Haim in that band is one of the best guitar players on the planet she would be a great uh you know brand ambassador for um for Gibson. I, I don't really listen to a lot of Hailstorm personally, but Lizzie Hale has definitely earned her stripes as a rock and roll front woman, uh, the leader of one of the bigger uh, rock bands in the U.S. So this is a long time coming, Dave. What do you think? Well, I'm a little confused. Is, is the brand ambassador at the same as like a, like a sponsored? Because I'm sure there's been other female. Well, uh, yeah, maybe uh, yeah, like they've acting, done lines right? with them or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's interesting. I'm I'm totally down. Obviously, like it should have been done years and years and years ago, right? right. So, um, yeah, this is awesome. Like you know, right on, rock on. Like keep on. They should be doing more of that. There should you know how how many black guys are are leading the way at playing guitar on right. things too. Like there should be yeah. definitely there should be one of everybody for everyone on on every company because that's who plays music is everybody. Yeah, it's not just dicks like. <laughs> 
Yeah. What are we doing? Rock music has become a little bit too much of like just white uh, straight dudes. Um, so, yeah. you know, it's always good to diversify, right? And, we're, and that's the yeah. thing with rock music. And that's the thing that I try to explain to people when they say uh, rock is dead or there are no good rock bands. It's, it's not true. There are more great rock bands right now than there yeah. ever have been. And sure. they are diversifying and they're becoming different. Um, you know, so it's, you have to roll with it and just go with the times. And, and there's so much great music being made now. It's unbelievable. The volume of great yep. music. And so just to say, oh, you know, rock is dead. It's like, well, you know, open your eyes. There's great women making music. There's great people of color making rock music. There's, there's great people in the LGBTQ uh, community that are making great rock music. So open your eyes, check it out. Uh, and you'll be surprised how much awesome stuff there is out there. Dude, hot metal ginger female fronted band yep the pretty reckless yes taylor momsen female fronted band rock is alive and well and women are ruling at rock right now yeah don't let anybody tell you anything different and yeah. i think that this is a great start to more more of these endorsements or brand ambassadors or whatever they want to call them i'm not really sure what it is but uh and they should do some legacy lines with some ladies from the past that have uh you know i'm sure the ladies in art would love to get in on some mm -hmm. Some stuff you know like do a legacy line where there's you know the people that, that were forgotten in different times i want to see that step up gibson get it yes yeah, step it up another band i love from the uk uh, a couple of girls are called nova twins um they're nova, really yeah, really nova cool twins, yeah. and they've done a couple of songs with bring me the horizon so they're very sure, cool sure. as well so yeah just check it out man there's uh, there's no shortage of great women and we're we're proud of lizzie hale for becoming the first uh female brand ambassador of gibson it's it's a uh, long overdue. So uh, congratulations to her. Uh, but let's get to our next song or next topic uh, on this week's Rock Squad podcast. And that Coldplay have announced their new album, Music of the Spheres. Uh, it's going to be coming out on October the 15th. And it's produced by Uber pop producer Max Martin, who's better known for producing things like Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears and NSYNC uh, than rock music. Uh, they've also dropped the first song from the record called Overtura. Um, which I haven't heard yet. I should have given it a listen before we did the show. Um, but the thing with me and Coldplay is actually, I, I was a big Coldplay fan. I still think they're a good band, but um, I was a big fan of Coldplay right from the get-go when Parachutes came out in the year 2000. In the year 2000. In the year 2000. <laughs> uh, Love Parachutes was a big fan of A Rush of Blood to the Head. Uh, X and Y was great. Um, and then they did Viva La Vida, which was a, another great record from them. And then I dropped off somewhere around Milo Zyloto, which was uh, coming out, came out about a decade ago. So um, I dropped off as a Coldplay fan for the last 10 years or so. But they definitely transitioned from being not that they were the heaviest rock band ever, but they were a pretty solid British uh, rock band in the early 2000s. Uh, they very much transitioned from being a rock band to being a pop rock band, if not a full out pop band. Um, and now working with Max Martin, this guy is the king of pop music. He's written some of the uh, the biggest pop songs of all time. So Coldplay are obviously bringing the big guns uh, for this uh, this new record. What's uh, what's your your mileage with uh, with Coldplay, Dave? Uh, you know, it's a mixed bag. I'm not going to say I dislike them. There's definitely songs that I uh, have liked over the years, like Parachutes was was a cool record. Um, the song Clocks is really interesting. Great song. Uh, you know, there's tons of there's tons of songs that I that I do enjoy. Um, bringing in Max Martin, though, I don't know if, if people out there don't know who Max Martin is. Max Martin is, of course, is legendary songwriter and producer of all those bands you had mentioned. 
Um, actually, probably one of the, the richest songwriters, probably right behind Paul McCartney and John Lennon, if, yeah. if not, you know, so if not above them. So th we're talking like this is a big deal to have him involved on a Coldplay record. They're trying to get something done here. So, yeah, you're right, man. This band has transformed over the years and they are a legit pop band right now. And I don't know, I don't know if that's cool to be 55 years old and in a, in a pop band <laughs> in England, but uh, they're doing they're not it. that old yet. And bringing in Max Martin is definitely going to popify everything. I actually heard the new single today, and uh, it's 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 not bad, man. It's not a bad song. Uh, I'm gonna give it some more listens, and I'll probably check out the record too. But yeah, um, you can definitely feel the 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 max martin vibe in it you know the the structure and the you know even the sounds of the record and they yeah. put out a they put out a teaser about this record and it's kind of just like little snippets of like sound samples of all the songs and um it seems to be like a very kind of slick futuristic kind of thing so it, hey man these guys know how to make winners so you know, put your money on this one being a hot, hot album for sure. Yeah, their popularity hasn't waned at all uh, in the last uh, the last 10 years or so. They've still kept going strong. And I, th I still think they're a great band. Um, and you can't discount all the hits that they've had over the years and all the great records they've put out. I've seen them live, I think, once or twice, a couple of years, uh, not a couple of years ago, many years ago. Um, and I, I still do like them. I think Chris Martin's a great songwriter. Um, and the thing is, is that um, we love pop music as well. I know this is a rock squad podcast. We rock music is our main, main, uh, passion, but you and I are still both great admirers of a great pop song. In the end, when you think about it, most music, whether it be rock or, or any genre of music in the end, it all comes down to a song. So even though it might be dressed up in different ways in production, uh, in production, um, it might be dressed up in different ways. Um, you know, it all comes down to a song. So even maybe a heavy song could still be technically a pop song because in the end, you want that song to appeal to your audience or to um, whoever you're trying to get it out to. Uh, so even if it's a heavy song, you still want it to be a good heavy song, right? You want it to still have a certain structure to adhere to a certain uh, style or to adhere to, you know, have those elements that make a great song. So pop music is pop music, but maybe all music is pop music. Is that? Hey man, is that a good song is a good song, Nick. That's the way it goes. Yeah, totally. One hundred percent. That is it, Dave. We cracked the secret of the universe. A good song is a good song. Well, that's it. It's just—it's not complicated. Speaking it's of not. Good it's not a good or it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of good songs, Coheed and Cambria, one of our favorite rock bands on the planet right now, released a new song called Shoulders. This is a pretty badass track. I did listen to this one today. Uh, they're, you know, one of our favorite heavy prog rock bands. Um, this is the follow-up to their Vexus album, which came out in 2018. Uh, and uh, they also put out a song called Jesse's Girl 2, which came out last year. It was like a sequel to uh, the famous Rick Springfield song. Um, so, uh, you know, we, we've talked about Coheed before. We, I, we talked about them a little bit last week when we were talking about that Jimmy E. World graphic novel and talking about bands that, uh, that have large narratives in their music. And I don't think it gets any bigger uh, than Coheed. I'm not sure how this track ties into their... Um, to their armory, Amory, sorry, I was going to say armory, to the Amory Wars storyline that they've had throughout their albums over the years. Um, but it's cool. Like, 
for me as a Coheed fan, I'm, I'm, I love, you know, they're one of my, my favorite bands that are doing this kind of music, uh, kind of prog rock, but I haven't gone too deep into their catalog. I'm a little bit more of a surface fan. Um, so even if I'm not 100% into the narrative that they're trying to put in their music, um, their songs stand alone as great songs. And that's the case with this new song, um, Shoulders. It might have a larger narrative presence and whatever they're trying to put together with the new record. Um, but on its own, it's just a great rock ch- track. And Claudio cool. Sanchez, great vocals, great everything. Love this new Coheed track. Yeah, man, I, I, I dig it too. I think, you know, Claudio and those guys, they have a formula that works for doing what they do. And I'm very, uh, uh, we're very fortunate to be around and witness like them coming, like the build to what has happened in that band yeah. over the years. They just get better and better, you know? And, um, you know, if people don't know Coheed, um, you know, they really took off, they really hit the rocket boosters being on games like Guitar Hero and things like that. Uh, I think for a lot of people, they didn't, they weren't aware of them, but songs like Welcome Home ending up on those kind of video games, they're, they're, they're a slick prog rock band, man, and they write super catchy melodies, uh, and they have a whole vibe about them, a whole world to explore. I'm a huge fan of Coheed, for sure, and the new song, like you said, man, it's a strong song. They, they write strong songs, and they're so, they're so multi-talented with the, the, the storylines and the bringing it back and they it, the songs don't get sacrificed to just be a song that's associated with a graphic novel these songs are these songs are the meat and potatoes and everything else falls in line you know yeah like the the, the lyrics always tell a story and it's funny they have a song called feathers which is one of my favorite uh, coheed songs great rock song like regardless oh, yeah. of the lyrics just great song um, so I'm singing along to it and then you know you look at the lyrics and the lyrics are telling this story that you wouldn't even know about uh, outside of the song, but the song itself is kick-ass. Yeah. It's still catchy, yeah. still great lyrics, still great vocals. Um, like, so you're saying the song itself isn't sacrificed in favor of Never. the story, right? It's still its own thing. It's like what, you know, maybe if you go see a Marvel movie, right? Um, you, you watch the Avengers movies, you know the whole story, but sometimes you just go see that one movie. You just go see Iron Man or Black Panther or whatever, and it's telling its own thing. And that thing has to stand on its own, regardless of the big story. It still has to be a singular experience on its own. So with this new one, you still got to pop it in and you still got to put up the devil horns, regardless of what's happening with the story. Sure. So it's a cool track. I dig it. Yeah, me too, man. They're awesome. Yeah, for sure. I guess we'll, we'll put that one in the tracks of the week as well. It's been a couple of weeks since I updated the playlist. So I got to do that. And we'll put the new Coheed in there as well. But let's get to our headliner topic of this week's Rock Squad podcast. And that is the Killers have announced a new album cool. called Pressure Machine. Uh, it's their seventh studio album. It's coming out on August the 13th. Uh, it's going to feature their longtime guitarist, Dave Koenig, who was absent on their last couple of weeks. Uh, actually, their, their bass player and their guitar player have kind of come and gone over the last couple of years. Uh, they've been involved in the studio, um, but then, you know, they, they do different projects and they, they may not tour with the band. But um, I used to be a big Killers fan. Actually, you know, Dave, I got to say this story, you know, it was 2004, I believe, uh, me and my buddy Ryan, who you know, uh, we went to go see the Killers in Toronto at the Mod Club uh, on the Hot Fuss Tour when that first album came out. Um, and it was right before the album really made it big, like be- right before Mr. Brightside hit the radio and, uh, and, uh, somebody, I think maybe somebody told me has j- had just hit, uh, radio and we went and saw them and they played all the songs from that first album. Um, they were awesome. And I really, really loved the killers and hot fuss, uh, 
when I was uh, in, I think it was like my second or third year university, that was the record. Um, those songs, all these things that I've done, Mr. Brightside, uh, glamorous indie rock and roll. Uh, somebody told me, Jenny was a friend of mine. Um, those songs were like the anthem of everybody in college that year. But then I fell off of them. Uh, I didn't like Sam's Town. Uh, I have kind of dabbled here and there, but I can't say I've really been a fan of any killers music that they put out since Hot Fuss. Uh, which I don't know if that's my problem or if that's their problem, but that's where I stand with the killers. Uh, Dave, how about you? Well, funny enough, I got into the kill. You got me into the killers. Yeah. You had gone to that show and you were living in London and uh, I came to visit and it was a, we were at a party and you were like, have you heard the killers record? Yeah. And I hadn't, but I did know the song smile like you mean it oh that's a great one too yeah that's they had that that song was in like a movie in the early 2000s like right when the band was like getting it together like before even the the albums and the singles came out it was like on a soundtrack and i remember being like oh that song's amazing and then i came to visit you and you were like have you heard the killers record and of course you know one of the greatest records of the 2000s that you know changed everything and i continue to be a killers fan I was not a fan of Sam's Town. It kind of turned me off of them a little bit. Yeah. So but since but since then, I've gotten into Sam's Town. And there has been stuff in the last couple records that I've been actually pretty into. So, you know, Brandon Flowers has definitely, like, taken the reins of that band, I feel. Him and the drummer, are, I think, are, like, the two main guys. Maybe. Yeah. And, um, you know, being a, being in a band and being songwriters, like, we, we know what that's like. Where, you know, you, there's guys, everyone has a role, you know. So if it works for this band where they're they're creative and friendly with the guy that used to play guitar and loves to come in and add stuff, I think it's awesome that that's the situation because we've had similar situations like that. And I, I know it's hard for people to understand, but sometimes the music means more to people than uh, any little bitterness about being on the road and stuff. So I'm, I'm actually a huge Killers fan and I'm really excited to hear what uh, Brandon and the guys have all back together and doing something cool. Yeah, for sure. I, there was a single a couple of years ago, a couple of records back called The Man. Uh, oh, that, so was, uh, that was a big song in the air. And when I was on the radio, we played that quite a bit. And I did really enjoy that song. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'll give this a shot. And maybe I need to, you know, dip back into the uh, to the killer's discography and, and give it another shot. Same, you know, maybe the same with Coldplay, where I was talking about them and how it dropped off of them for the last decade or so. So maybe it takes a little bit, uh, a little bit of digging. That's what Spotify is for. You know, it's a chance for you to go back and check out some records that you might have missed in a band's discography i'm back baby i'm back back so the new killers record is going to be called pressure machine comes out on august the 13th and that is it for our rock squad topics this week uh but before we uh, wrap things up we're going to do our tracks of the week um for me dave we mentioned it earlier john mayer last train home from the new record sob rock Uh, i've been listening to it uh on repeat uh, for the last week, just really love it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you guys uh, in the band chat. I wanted to send you guys one of the performances from like a yeah. like Fallon or Kimmel or something, but it was That's really awesome. good. Uh, and then a song by a band that I've been listening to a lot lately called The Dangerous Summer. Uh, I mentioned them before on the show, and I've been starting to get into them a, a lot more. Really, just great melodic rock band, the type of thing that we're into, Dave. We love great melodic rock, um, and yep. these guys have great songs, great lyrics. And this song's called Blind Ambition by the dangerous summer so those are my tracks of the week dave what do you got well we don't really talk about them a lot but uh, the deftones are a big uh favorite of myself and nick yeah. and uh this i've been listening a lot to 
a, a mix of Deftones, as I'd say a playlist of them. So recently I remembered how much I love the song Here Comes the Butcher. Nice, yeah. Which is, which is a great tune. If you don't if you don't know the Deftones or if you know the Deftones, great song. And then and my second song is also a Deftones song. Uh, they were joined by a Maynard James Keenan from yeah. Tool for Passenger on White Pony. Yeah. And that song came on my playlist the other day. And when a song fucking rocks, it rocks. And when Maynard's on it, it normally rocks. So those are my two. Yeah, man. You can't go wrong with the Deftones. Yeah, we're giant Deftones fans. Although, again, uh, I didn't love the last record, Ohms. It was okay. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't a big fan either. Yeah. Coin No Yukon was the last Deftones record I was really into. I didn't like Gore as much either. Yeah. 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 I liked Coin more than Gore. Uh, But hey, man, when you're on your ninth record and seven of them are good. Yeah. We're we're Diamond Eyes guys. Diamond Eyes is our. Diamond Eyes. Diamond Eyes. Even Adrenaline. Like, I'm down. Everything. Well, you know, White Pony, obviously, too. We all the records. (laughs) All of them are good. They're all good. Yeah, for sure. Well, those are great picks. So uh, yeah, that's it for our Rock Squad podcast this week. Uh, you can follow me at The Walking Nick on Twitter and Instagram. Where the folks can uh, where can they follow you, Dave? Uh, well, you can follow me at Red Coast Records on Instagram or Red Coast Records on Facebook. You can also follow myself and Nick in our in, in our band Fools Union, FoolsUnion.com, Fools Union on Instagram, Fools Union on Facebook. Fools Union anywhere you stream music. If you're if you want to hear some rock and roll right now, ask ask Alexa to play some Fools Union. Yeah, she got you hooked up. See, whoever was listening just did that. You just triggered it. Alexa, I just play it Fools Union. It <laughs> yeah, for sure. And yeah, we're on social media on Twitter and Instagram at Rock Squad Pod. Um, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast. Uh, if you're out there listening to our our tones on the audio version, uh, give us a five star review on Apple Podcasts because that lets more people know about uh, about the Rock Squad Pod. Sound Sweet. good? All right, that's it for this week. We'll see you guys next week. In the meantime, rock on, Dave. Rock on, Nick. <laughs>